Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of God Goals in Girl Talk. I pray that you guys had an amazing, amazing week. Um, I pray that you were blessed and have been blessed and that God has just given you everything that you needed to get through this week. Amen. So I am so excited, as always, about today's episode. Anytime, look, I don't know if y'all get tired of me saying I'm excited, but that is super authentic. Like when God be telling me what to say, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, God, you better say it. Um, so I am always excited just to get the message out that God has um, for me to give it. I get turned. Okay. Okay. So of course. Um, I'm just going to come on here and say whatever God has me to say. And that being said, I may or may not be before you long on today. How about that? Um, but when I tell y'all we have to talk about this, like, um, it's about to be lit. Okay. So, um, y'all know, or many of you know, if you don't know, and this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome sis, where you been? Hmm? Where have you been? Um, but many of y'all know that this year I have been talking um, about those of us in the kingdom of God making an impact in the culture, right? Like that's really my whole premise behind this is like you can love God and still be relevant in the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to pick one or the other. Actually, I really feel like we are charged to do both. Right, like I can live for the kingdom and I'm so different that it draws people in and then that is my opportunity to then talk to you about Jesus. But I can't do that if I'm so spiritually sound and so, um, I think Joyce Meyer once said it, my grandma used to say it, that you can't be so like 
spiritually haughty that you're no earthly good. That's great that you can recite the concordance with your eyes closed, but <laughs> how are you sharing the knowledge of Jesus Christ with other people? And that really is what our job is here on the earth, right? Like the Bible tells us to be in the world, but not of it, right? So that means that I don't walk the same way that other people that are in the world do, but that does not mean that I'm not relevant. <laughs> um, actually, it's quite the opposite. If you look at the life of Jesus, he was very relevant. People were very drawn to him. He was changing culture, right? So that is really, you know, our call. And so that has really been what I've been navigating this year um, is that we, you know, live um, in the kingdom of God, but we also do it. We live for the kingdom of God while we live in the culture, right? So the Bible tells us to not be of the world, but to be, um, to be in it, right? So we're not to be of the things of this world, but we do need to be in it, <laughs> right? Like we don't need to be on the sidelines. Um, and, it's not a call for us when the Bible says to be in the world and not of it. Um, that's not a call for us to be in the church like it's some kind of social club, right? But it's really a charge for us to be those hands and feet of Jesus and to be out here stunting like our daddy. Let's be for real, okay? I want y'all to see me and be like, oh, she love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> right? Like, that is the point is for us to be out here. Um, looking like our father. Like, do you look like your daddy? Hmm. I look like both my daddies, the one here and the one in heaven. How about that? <laughs> uh, but, you know, that is really our charge. And so this year, I've really been pushing myself um, to not limit the ways that God can use me simply because I'm uncomfortable. Like, honestly, this whole entire podcast is a product of me being uncomfortable. And a product of me saying yes to God, even when I'm uncomfortable. And I, you know, have heard God very clearly tell me that we are going into some unfamiliar territory um, and things are going to start looking peculiar. Like God told me that we, not just Sharla, but anybody that is attached to his kingdom, anybody that wholeheartedly is walking out um, their life for him, like we're about to go into some unfamiliar territory and things are going to look peculiar because they will be things that the world, aka the culture, has never seen before. God is calling us into unfamiliar territory. It's going to look peculiar, sis, because it's going to be things that the world AKA the culture has never seen before. And when God first said that to me and he said peculiar, I automatically was like, God, look, I'm not trying to go into no weird places. It'd be weird people there. Um, I just really am not about that life. <laughs> like I am weird enough on my own. Like I don't need for you to take me into no weird places. <laughs> um, yeah, and clearly I didn't know what I was talking about. So um, I had to 
do my favorite thing and anybody that listens to this show consistently y'all know I just really be out here trying to fully understand and so I had to pull out my dictionary peculiar does not mean weird let's change that um, and of course that's my fleshly mind trying to um, digest what God is telling me but peculiar means that it's characteristic of only one person, group, or thing. So peculiar means that it is characteristic of only one person, one group, or one thing. So God says that we're going into unfamiliar territory and it will look characteristic of one person, one group, or thing. And it's gonna be something that the world has never seen before. My mind was blown. Like God tells us to be set apart and characteristic of him, right? But how do we do that if we are finding ourselves refusing to move forward in unfamiliar territory? First Peter 2 and 9 tells us, be ye, or it says, but ye, y'all pray for me. <laughs> I can't read this morning. <laughs> um, it says, but Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. And that's in the King James Version. We are a peculiar people. I almost choked y'all. The devil be out here trying it. <laughs> I almost choked. We are a peculiar people. Meaning that we are characteristic and I'm gonna change the dictionary definition. We are characteristic of one God. We are his children, so we should have the characteristics of one group, which is God's children, and one thing, which is the kingdom of God. We're supposed to be peculiar. Hey guys, hope you are enjoying the show. Look, take a minute to go ahead, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode, and leave a review. We love to get feedback from our listeners, and doing this will help us get advertisers that are relevant to our audience. So if you have been blessed by God Goals and Girl Talk, if this is your favorite time of the week, is to spend it with me. First of all, God bless you, sis. I love you. But take some time to go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode or a bonus episode, and make sure that you leave a review. Now let's get back to the show. We have to understand the dangers just of not trusting God enough um, to navigate unfamiliar territory. Like, I, I think that that's very important because it's one thing to be like, okay, it's a new season. We going into unfamiliar territory. Um, but a lot of times we are not really sure how to navigate that. And because we are unsure of how to navigate that, we just be like, you know what? We ain't going because it looked weird over there. Hmm? I know you thought it because I did too. Um, you know, God, I'm not about to start a podcast for why? For why would you want me to do that? Who about to listen to me? I don't know nothing about that. You see, I didn't try. I had another podcast that I tried to do with a co-host and you want me to talk by myself? That is weird. I know. First of all, who am I to be talking to? 
<laughs> right? Uh, these are all really real thoughts and conversations that I have with God, right? But we have to understand that there are dangers attached to, and we have to understand the dangers of not trusting God enough to navigate through the unfamiliar territory because we've seen it before. Please remember that when the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun, literally, there is nothing new under the sun. Sarah and Abraham, they didn't trust God in this unfamiliar territory of, um, you know, her having a child and she is like 90. They laughed. Ha ha. And God was like, oh, I'll show you. So, what did they do? Because they didn't trust God in navigating this un this unfamiliar territory. Sarah was like, go sleep with my handmaiden, Hagar. And then Hagar had a baby. And then Sarah had an attitude. And it's Mari Povich. Nothing new under the sun. Then we got to kick Hagar and the baby out. And now there's all this. You just... When you <laughs> do not trust God, when you are navigating unfamiliar territory, it be dangerous. I say that story to say that Mari Povich ain't new. Th that This ain't new. Baby mama drama ain't new. This ain't new. And it's not that God condoned it, but it's like his grace. He still made good on his promise to Abraham and Sarah. And his grace is sufficient. But y'all, if you going through baby mama drama, just know that this ain't new. So when you praying to God, God, I know you ain't never seen nothing like this before. Child, he has. We got to remember that we are the ones that are limited by time, not God. He has seen all of this before, multiple times over, and he is not up in heaven pacing back and forth like, oh, what I'm about to do, bro? I don't know. I, I got to figure this out for him. He, that's not him. That'd be us. <laughs> so... We have to trust God in navigating this unfamiliar territory. So just like, you know, the children of Israel, right? In Numbers 13, um, you know, ten uh, there were 12 spies that were sent out to go navigate the promised land, two of them being Joshua and Caleb. Um, ten of them came back and they reported. Here was the report. The report was like, oh, man, this is the Charlotte Living Translation. So prepare yourself. Um, oh man, it was like, it was beautiful. They had the juiciest fruit I've ever seen in my life. Like, look at these grapes. They're huge. There was milk. There was honey. Get your tea because it's hot. Like, this is good. There's milk and honey. Tea has to be involved. Like, we, like, it was amazing. But we can't go over there. <laughs> Like, what can you imagine? You're like, oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah, it's good. Oh, by the way, though, but we can't go. So 10 of the spies had reported that the territory was out of reach because they felt like they lacked the skill because they said the people were powerful. So they felt like they lacked the skill to attack these powerful people. They felt like they lacked the access because the the um, land had fortified walls. So they feel like they lacked the access to invade the fortified walls. And they felt like they lacked the strength to defeat the giants of the land. So they came back. They literally saw the promises of God in this unfamiliar territory, but was like, nah, bro, I ain't got the skill. We ain't got the access or the strength, child, to be out here. 
And their unwillingness to trust God in this unfamiliar territory led to 40 years of wandering and not inheriting the land that they knew produced great fruit. It was only Joshua and Caleb out of the 12, two, Joshua and Caleb, who would see the land and decide to trust God. So they declared victory, right? Not over their own, not through their own skill, access, and strength, but through the skill, power, and strength of God. They weren't reliant on their own skill, access, power, strength. They were not worried about what they could do, okay? Like that, that's, that's a lot of our problem. It's like, I get on here, I'm like, God, I can't, um, first of all, I ain't nobody's pastor. Like, you want me to talk about you? I don't, I have no idea. But that was because I was relying on my own skill, my own power, my own strength, my own access. But Joshua and Caleb knew that they had victory and declared victory through God's skill, power, strength, and access to take the unfamiliar land, even when the others spoke out against it. And guess what? The entire tribe of people was like, kill them. <laughs> like, all y'all talking like we can get it. Kill, kill them both because y'all getting on our nerves. These were not people who did not know God. These were other believers who were out to kill them and the promise that God made to them and gave them. Believers, people in the church, there are other believers in this situation who were like, kill them because they're, they're working my last nerve with their little belief, okay? You have to be so careful when God gives you something, even if they're in the church, some people, you have to remember that the church is a hospital. It is not a club. There are broken people in church. They're in the right place, but too many times we put our value in people in the church, not to say to not have wise counsel, but you have to really be mindful and you have to test every spirit because Satan got people in the church too, child. I said it. He got infiltrators. You have to be very, very mindful that when God gives you a vision that you don't go about um, touting it to everybody. They literally saw these things. They brought back grapes. They brought back evidence of the promise that God had on the other side of this unfamiliar territory. And they still were like, but we ain't going. And then the people that wanted to believe God, they wanted to kill them. They being believers, not um, demonic people. And so it is so important. A lot of times we give the devil too much credit, but sometimes it is people that we are placing our faith in when they are not mature enough to be at that place. So just be mindful of your wise counsel. Okay? Just age does not always equal wisdom. So just be mindful of your wise counsel. And before you go talk to wise counsel, if you have not talked to God first, you are out of order. And when you go to your wise counsel, when if they don't start with what did God say, get some more wise counsel. They should be redirecting you back to God. So if they don't either say, what does God say? Or say, let's look this up in the scripture. Go back, find somebody else. They ain't it. Okay? 
So as we are called to continue to do the things that God has called us to do, right? Um, we want to be able to push further to write the books. We want to start the businesses. Um, and we want to become not just kingdom chasers, but also world changers. We have to understand in order to do that, that it's God's skill, power, access, and strength, not ours. Right? We work so God's excellent can be, excellence can be on display, not our own. We are not excellence. We be raggedy. Okay? We're not excellent. He's excellent. And we are able to be a display of his excellence. But all by ourselves? Nah. We ain't that good. Okay? It is only once we accept Jesus that we have access to that power and authority here on earth. So if God is giving you a vision, write it down, make it plain. But most of all, you have to get to work. Faith without works is dead. Oh, I believe I'm being a nurse. But you never enrolled in school. So what you about to do? Wish yourself into being a nurse. Stop. Stop it now. Right? There are too many of us procrastinating um, in an area where God is called us to lead. Like we are going to be responsible for the souls that were assigned to us and our own anxiety, fears, and doubts are going to keep us from that. Right. And honestly, like any parent, um, is there really an excuse that you could give your mama or your daddy for not doing what they told you to do. Okay. If y'all can't tell by the podcast cover, I'm black. My mama and daddy ain't no excuse for why you did not do what I told you to do. And then like, again, they're not out here explaining every reason why you're being told to do something. Okay, I am that inquisitive child. My, my Gigi used to tell me that I was very inquisitive and I asked my mama what that meant and she said, that's just a nice way of your Gigi telling you that you be a nosy child. <laughs> but um, in that, I have heard plenty of times because I said so. Why we gotta do this? Because I said so. Parents do not owe children explanations. Parents do not owe children explanations. I know that goes against culture right now. Everybody wants these kids to be free and explore this and explore that. There's some things that kids don't need to be exploring. When I say get out the street, that is not the time to go, well, why? And the car comes flying down the street and hits you. That is not the time for me to be having these lengthy explanations. Sometimes when I give you something to do, you need to just do it because I'm the parent. And in that same sense, that is exactly <laughs> the way that God be feeling. Some things, you just need to be obedient. God's going to give you just enough to get you to where he's going to go. If he told you the whole story, sis, you, first of all, wouldn't believe him. Second, probably wouldn't move. Because a lot of times, God's vision is way beyond what we 
ever can see or think. His thoughts are higher than ours. His ways are higher than ours. So he just be out here with the better thoughts. So you can always ask God question. You can ask God for direction, but don't be out here uh, looking for confirmation from 20, 50 million people. God's word is enough confirmation. He said, go, that means go. Like we really, really need to get it together and get doing and get to doing what God has called us to do. Hey guys, it's your girl, Sharla Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Hi guys, it's your girl Charlotte Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk, here to talk to you about my new prayer journal. Ah, I'm excited. It is on Amazon. Check God's resume. Why are we checking God's resume? Not because he's not great, but because sometimes we just have to remind ourselves of the things that he's already brought us through. This journal will walk you through just documenting the great things that God has done in your life. And it has prompts for quiet time, sermon notes. It tells you how to battle and deal with things that you're struggling with, prayer strategies, anything that you need is in this journal. It will bless you. Please go out, get you a copy on Amazon. It is called Check God's Resume. I cannot wait to hear how it blessed your life. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so what does this look like practically? Y'all know that I love um, to just really bring some practicality. Okay, I don't want to just excite you and get you encouraged. Like, nah, like for real, <laughs> get to work. <laughs> okay, because there's too many people out here hurting for us to have the resolution. We have Jesus. Like we know how to navigate life's tough seasons, life's great seasons. We do it all through Jesus. And it's, it's crazy that we would have um, the cure for cancer, so to speak, and to not give it to nobody because we too afraid. That sounds very selfish coming out of my mouth. <laughs> like, like uh, I got the cure for cancer, but I ain't gonna give it to you because I don't really know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time. Like, I did not want to start building this um, platform, which is what it is. I don't even like using that word. <laughs> I didn't want to start building this platform, but that's what it is. It's the place where God has called me to because now I'm responsible. 
right? And that sounds very, very selfish. So even me, I struggle with not doing things or doing things that God has called me to do because I'm worried about my own anxieties, my own fears, my own whatever it may be. And we are made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? So for somebody else who may not feel confident in their voice, I don't like the sound of my voice when I listen back to it. I hear that that's a very common thing, but God is getting me way more comfortable with me just speaking. That's why I couldn't be no co-host on this show. I wanted one. I'm good at conversating, <laughs> right? But he wanted me to speak. He did not want me to, to um, be out here having casual conversation. There's just way too much on the line. And so, you know, we have to really look at ourselves and find out what our motives are for trying to downplay the gifts that God has given us and why we're not moving in what he's called us to do. I guarantee you, when you get down to the bottom of it, a lot of it is about yourself and that's selfish. And so, yeah, that's not even in my notes, but you know, oh, I'm, what if people don't like it? I don't care. <laughs> this is, this is Charlotte and God talking. God, what if nobody li listens to my podcast? I don't care. Do what I told you to do. God, what if, you know, people leave bad reviews? <laughs> Charlotte. I don't care, right? So all of these things are about me. What if they hurt my feelings? What if this? What if that? But Charlotte, what if one word that I speak through you brings somebody to me? That's a whole soul, right? So we really have to get out of our own way. And so here are some tips I have to navigate unfamiliar territory. First, you have to ask, A-S-K, ask. Um, and I know y'all may think I'm crazy. Don't think I'm crazy. Um, but the acronym, y'all know I be liking acronyms. Chill. I like, I like words a lot. I be out here playing Scrabble and stuff. Um, but the acronym ASK is ASK, SEEK, KNOCK. And this is in reference to Matthew 7, 7 and 8. The Bible says... In the New Living Translation is what I'm reading from. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Look, that's a guarantee. God is not a man that he shall lie. So if you ask, you will receive like that right there. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will keep knocking. So that means that, you know, maybe the first time the door ain't going to open. But if you keep on knocking, keep on asking, keep on seeking. Oh, I knocked on the door one time. Nah. It says, for everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. Everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. So when we are navigating unfamiliar territory, we have to be in tune with our God positioning system, which is our GPS at all times. If he sent you there, 
Ask him for wisdom and fresh revelation. Seek his word to hear instructions directly from the source. And then when you knock, knock with the God-given authority on the doors that he has instructed you to. He has instructed you to. Like as of right now, I had um, a phone interview about a position and a lot of people don't know this. You're hearing it first here. Um, I don't think that's the, the news alert thing, but whatever. I like that. The horns that I did. Um, I had applied for a job and got a phone interview. The people seemed very interested. The job seemed great. Okay. Um, it seems great that it is working in an area. I'm, I'm getting more into um, nonprofit, you guys. Um, if you follow the show, you know that late last year I started a nonprofit organization called Hearts Over Habits. Um, I've since then incorporated another nonprofit organization. And so God is really calling me to the sphere of work. And even the clinic where I work at now is a not-for-profit. I just don't love the way that everything is going, right? I see some things um, and taking some notes on things to change that God is calling me to change. So maybe two or three months ago, God gave me a date as to when I would be out of the position that I'm currently in. But then I got mad one day and was like, I'm about to apply for jobs because they are getting on my nerves. <laughs> right? So what presents itself? This opportunity. That seems perfect, except there's a couple formalities um, with my student loan repayment that is like, I'm like, mm, it don't settle right in my spirit. Okay? So on the outside, this job looks great. I talked to um, my husband about it, talked to a couple other people that are close to me about it. And they were like, that sounds awesome. It literally is running medical programs for this organization that's a nonprofit. So I'm going to get the training and experience that I need to be in leadership. I'm still going to be making a difference in the community. Like this is me trying to convince myself that this is a God opportunity. But I ain't taught to God. <laughs> Let's be honest. I was like, mm, I'm going to apply. And I was like, okay, God, I see you. And in the back of my mind, Holy Spirit was like, girl, you ain't even said nothing to me about this. You ain't asked me to apply for that job. You just out here doing stuff because you was in your feelings. So I kept feeling this nudging, kept feeling this nudging. And then finally, in my prayer time, I said, look, God, I hear you. Okay. If this job is not for me, Please don't have them call me back because I cannot promise you that I'm not going to take it. <laughs> like, do not have them call me again if you are not sending this position for me to go to because your girl will peace out. And guess what, y'all? They ain't called me. <laughs> they have not called me. So before I did that, I had spoke to them on Monday, heard back again from them um, that Thursday, and I prayed that prayer Friday, and y'all... Y'all know it's Wednesday, and I ain't heard from them. <laughs> um, because I, I know God was very clear when he told me what, what day I would be exiting. So make sure that it's doors that he opened and not us. That That is the point of that story. That these are doors that God has opened and not 
doors that we're opening ourselves because we're in unfamiliar territory right now and we don't like it. How about that? Okay. Um, so that's the first thing is to ask. So ask, seek, knock. The second point, listen and take notes. So you have to set the atmosphere and pray daily. And I know that that sounds very cliche, um, but it really is not. And I really, you know, I've been talking about it for a while and I may do this um, very soon once God releases me to do it is to just do a series where we just talk about prayer. Um, I feel like it is the most underutilized tool that we have. And I think it's because a lot of times it's our last resort and not our first choice. Um, so you can utilize like worship music um, to position your heart. Um, not only to like give, right? Not only to offload these problems, um, but to also receive from God, right? Um, do not believe the lie that God is not speaking. God is always speaking. God is always speaking, right? Moses went before God and came down off that mountain with very precise instruction. But what happens is that we often get before God. Hey, God, what's up? It's your girl. <laughs> and then we say what we need to say. My mama and I'm getting on my nerves. Uh, my cousin is out here. Lord, I bless my family. Like we say, we say whatever our petitions are. Uh, we be throwing in the amen. Amen, God. And then we leave. Right? I'm like, imagine if God literally was sitting in front of you. You sat down at a table for lunch. And you talk, 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 talk. All right. Bye. Amen. Bye. <laughs> right. How are you going to receive instruction? You never shut up for longer than two seconds. So, and I'm not saying that God said you never shut up. I'm just saying like, that's what we do. And when I say we, that'd be we for real. Cause that was me. But God is giving precise in instructions the same way that he gave it to Moses. He'll give it to us. So what happens is that we go in, we kind of purge, and it's not that we can't tell God the petitions of our heart. You know, the Bible tells us to cast our care in exchange for his peace. But if you leave so quickly, you will never receive, right? You're just dropping stuff off. But how you going you, you ain't got out the car to pick nothing up, child. We have to be active listeners in our conversations with God. So I want you just to start um, just by allowing at least 10 to 15 minutes a day to sit before God. And then just tell him like, God, your servant is listening. I've had to really grow in my prayer time where it's more like, okay, God, how can I be a blessing to other people instead of me always asking him for stuff? <laughs> God, what you need me to do today? Because really, this is about you. It ain't about me. God, who who needs who needs me to be a representative of you today? How can I bless somebody today? And then, when you sit there, have a pen and paper ready. 
I use the notes section in my phone, but if your phone is going to distract you and you're going to find yourself scrolling instead of sitting before God, that's so rude. If somebody's trying to talk to you and you sitting on your phone, child, on the book of faces or on IG. So if your phone is going to be a hindrance, don't don't bring your phone into your prayer closet or into your prayer space and just bring a pen and paper and write down whatever God says. And there will be days where you may not hear anything and that's fine, but give him the space to do so. This is really just practice for you to get your heart posture correct so you can receive instruction willingly and to actively seek the Lord's instruction. Because the Bible tells us if we ask, if we keep asking, seeking and knocking, we're going to receive. And then once you get the instructions, child, follow them. A lot of people feel like they ain't hearing from God, but it's because you have not completed the last thing he told you to do. Okay, so let's leave like doing stuff and then coming back to ask God for insight later, right? Like the little whole Charlotte out here apply for a job situation. <laughs> let's, let's leave that in 2020. Amen. Okay, so the last point is to get started. It does not have to be perfect for you to start. Um, I heard Miss Kev on stage. If y'all know me in real life, like I love Kev on stage and his wife, Melissa, um, AKA Miss Kev on stage. Boo hive, what's good? Um, I heard Miss Kev on stage say that perfection is just glorified procrastination. And when I tell y'all, sis is so right. Like she is right. <laughs> she is right. Like what excuses... Are you giving God in yourself? What has been um, just so beautiful about my journey um, is that God will use things um, that you deem as insignificant to be a blessing to someone else. Like this podcast, I was just being obedient. This was my, me stretching myself because God had called me to do it. Um, and now we're almost to the end of the year. This podcast has been listened to over 3,000 times. Um, and there's still time left in this year. I have charted in multiple countries. Like, there's people listening in Belgium, in Russia, in Ghana, in Uganda, in the UK, and in the United States. But... When I started this, y'all, I and that's not a flex. It's like, yo, when I started this last December, I never could have saw this. I never saw it in my life. <laughs> that people from different countries would be taking time out of their day to be like, girl, let me let me see what y'all are on here talking about today, y'all. <laughs> right? Like, um, and I don't take that lightly. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all, first off. Like, what's up, international peeps? I'm trying, I'm trying to get flued out after coronavirus. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, episode one, y'all, there was no intro music. <laughs> like there, like the sound quality was questionable. Um, and furthermore, I was really questioning myself. And despite that, I still gave God my yes. And I, I persisted. Um, and he has really grown the show in ways that I could have never imagined. And what's most exciting is that we're just getting started. 
Um, my most recent thing is that he had me start uploading this podcast to YouTube. Like, what, sir? <laughs> See, you ain't say all that at first, Jesus, because now you know, like, here comes my flesh. What if the comments are bad? What if no one likes it? You know what? None of that matters. <laughs> at the end of the day, um, I'm just going to get started and I'm going to start uploading one episode at a time. And I'm going to continue to stay prayerful to what God is instructing me to do. Um, because you really honestly have no idea about the lives that are attached to your obedience. Like, sis, like there are lives attached to your obedience. I have not gotten a lot of feedback from the show, but the fact that there are so many people consistently listening, that means that there are lives attached to my obedience. That a lot of the times the word that God gives me, I know it's for somebody because people are listening. Right? So we can't be the hands and feet of Jesus um, if we out here sitting on the gifts that God has given us. So do not be afraid of the unfamiliar territory. Remember that God has told us that he knows the plans that he has for us. They are plans to prosper us, not to harm us. That's Jeremiah 29 and 11. Everybody love it, but it's really, really hard sometimes to walk out because those plans include unfamiliar territory. Those plans include things that are peculiar. God told us that he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Like the real us, not the version of me that my work people see or that like he knows me when I am at my best and at my worst. He knows all of it. And he does not need to know your reasoning as to why you are unqualified. He knows. Girl, he know. He be there. <laughs> but he will use that anyway. He will use you anyway. You be loud? Cool. Be loud for Jesus. Like, he will use that. So do not be afraid of this unfamiliar territory. God is taking you there. So if anybody needed to hear that, it looks really, really weird. It's supposed to be that way. You have no idea what you're doing. It's supposed to be that way. When I tell you all the stuff that God is calling us to um, over the next several months, me personally and my husband, it is, I'm honored and overwhelmed at the same time. It's amazing that he trusts me so much, but with that trust comes responsibility. With reward comes responsibility. So your homework this week is to have that quiet time with God where y'all leave room for him to speak to you. All right, we done with the one con uh, one-sided conversations with, with the Lord, okay? Um, and then get ready and get excited for unfamiliar territory. Like, bruh, it's November and it can still be the start of a new season in your life because God is not bound by, oh, it's the end of the year. It's the end of 2020. He don't want to hear all that. I started this podcast December 31st, 2019. And here we are. He started a new thing in my life at the literally the last day of last year. Like, you have to remember that God is not bound by time or anything else that we try to box him in. And I can't claim territory, um, and you can't claim territory that 
you've been called to if you were unfamiliar or too scared to get out with the unfamiliar, right? Like if you don't move, ain't no territory for you to claim. <laughs> I want my stuff. Okay, but you got to go get it. But if you're too scared, if you're too busy stalling, trying to be, uh, you know, procrastinating, struggling with perfection, all of that stuff. And I still struggle with some of those things, but I still move. You have to get real familiar with the unfamiliar. That's the word for today. And here I thought that this wasn't going to be long. When God be giving me these notes, I'm like, God, this is not enough notes. And here we are a full timed out episode. <laughs> um, so as always, y'all know that I always like to say, remember to love God, love people and love yourselves. Get out there. <laughs> okay. I will talk to y'all next week. I love y'all and God loves y'all more. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdrafts up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.